Okay, I put the pocky down. Hello, and welcome to Sex with Solette. I'm Solette, and we're here today to talk about Dr. Alfred Kinsey. Not really. We're here to give a brief biography of Dr. Kinsey, followed by an interview with our good friend Joseph here. Hello. Dr. Alfred Charles Kinsey was born June 23rd, 1894, in Hoboken, New Jersey. He was an American biologist, professor of entomology, which is the study of bugs, and that's super gross. He also studied zoology. Don't kink shame. Bugs are gross. He was obsessed with gall wasps. He did his thesis on gall wasps and collected hundreds of thousands of samples of wasps. The man had a wasp collection. That's disturbing. Mm. However... Uh, in 1947, he founded the Institute for Sex Research at Indiana University, which is now known as the Kinsey Institute. And they studied, you guessed it, sex. He conducted hundreds of thousands of interviews. This research culminated in two published studies, 1948's Sexual Behavior in the Human Male and 1953's Sexual Behavior in the Human Female, commonly known as the Kinsey Report. He's widely, widely, the. See, one of us is always going to mispronounce something. Like, just at least once an episode. There's <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Something dumb. He's widely regarded as the first major figure in American sexology. His work was controversial at the time and has since been viewed as imperfect, but he has influenced the world and paved the way for exploration into human sexuality, which has been particularly liberating for females because they discovered a lot of things about women in that study that completely turned what everyone thought about women's sexuality on its head. Yes, boys, the female orgasm does exist. So does the G-spot. It's true. So while studying gall wasps, he developed what is now known as the Kinsey scale for measuring sexual orientation. It ranges from zero to six, with zero being exclusively hetero and six being exclusively homosexual. Though later an X was added to account for those with no sociosexual contacts or reactions, because asexual people do exist. I see you. We see you. <laughs> you are seen. Kinsey himself was bisexual, though in his youth he was known to insert various objects into his urethra to punish himself for homosexual thoughts. He later married a lovely woman named Clara, and they had an open marriage. He, uh... After all the amazing things that he did, he died way too early, 25th August, 1956, at the age of 62, from heart ailment and pneumonia. And the New York Times said of his death, The untimely death of Dr. Alfred C. Kinsey takes from the American scene an important and valuable as well as controversial figure. Whatever may have been the reaction to his findings and to the unscrupulous use of some of them, the fact remains that he was first, last, and always a scientist. In the long run, it is probable that the values of his contribution to the contemporary thought will lie much less in what he found out than in the method he used and his way of applying it. Any sort of scientific approach to the problems of sex is difficult because the field is so deeply overlaid with such things as moral precept, taboo, individual and group training, and long-established behavior patterns. Some of these may be good in themselves, but they are no help to the scientific and empirical method of getting at the truth. Dr. Kinsey cut through this overlay with detachment and precision. His work was conscientious and comprehensive. 
Naturally, it will receive a serious setback with his death. Let us earnestly hope that the scientific spirit that inspired it will not be similarly impaired. So he was deeply missed upon his death. And it's widely considered that the work suffered because of it. Uh, If you're interested, they have some good biographies out there of him. And also they made a movie which stars Liam Neeson and Laura Linney, both of whom are amazing. Always amazing. It's it's a very good movie. You should check it out. So why are we talking about Dr. Kinsey today? First of all, because he is awesome and we talk about sex here. But also because I found the interview packet (coughs) that the Kinsey Institute used until 2001. And I thought... My good buddy Joseph here might like to subject himself to some questions. What she means is that she would like to subject me to some questions. Now, this is not the full questionnaire packet because a lot of the questions that they asked were boring statistical stuff. Consider this the Kinsey survey, the sexy parts version. Let's start with your age. I'm 34. And your marital status? I am married. Date of the history is the 24th of April. Um, religion? None. Education? Some college. Uh, occupation? I am currently unemployed. <clears throat> I'm currently unemployed. Have you ever been to prison? No. Current health? I'm okay. I've got some issues, but, you know, I'm okay. Uh, let's see. Number and ages of sons? I have two sons. Uh, one is almost 13, and one is almost four. Number and ages of daughters? One daughter. She is almost 12. Subjects, current height in feet and inches? Five foot, seven inches, and a quarter. <laughs> current weight in pounds? 220 pounds. All right, now here comes the fun part. Subjects, estimation of the length of his penis in erection. Wow, we jumping straight straight into that, huh? Dr. Kinsey wants to know how long your dick is. Like, what would you say? I say I've been lied to about what six inches is. How long is your penis? Uh, a little bit over seven inches. Not much. All right. Now, at this... It's not that fantastic. There are a couple more questions about your penis, by the way. Of course there are. And it should be noted that... After they actually ask the questions and the estimation from the subject, they measure it themselves just to make sure. Well, I mean, I'm not, like, erect at this moment. Well, no, I'm not going to measure you. It's okay. okay. We'll, we'll trust your estimates this okay. time. That's fine. So, does the subject's penis come to erection gradually or in jerks? Pretty much gradually, I guess. Like, smoothly, not in jerks, I guess. I don't know. Gradually makes it sound like it takes a long time. That's not exactly true, either. Not necessarily. That's a connotation. Yeah, it is, but it's a very strong connotation. So what is the longest period of time our subject here has maintained a continuous erection? A couple of hours. A couple meaning two, or a couple like you use a couple? Like I use a couple. Probably around two and a half, three. All right. Um, is there any history of impotence, hetero or homosexual, with the ages and circumstances? I'm not sure with what the ages and circumstances means, but... Uh, I mean, I've had whiskey dick before, but <laughs> but not, like, outside of that. How about the frequency of morning erections? <laughs> <laughs> 
That is an everyday thing. Every day. <laughs> All right. Uh, has the subject been circumcised? No. Rock on, sir. I still have all of my dick. If the subject is not circumcised, does the foreskin cover the head of the <coughs> sorry of the penis or not when it's flaccid? Yes, it completely covers the head of my penis when flaccid. They want to know the amount of precoital mucus from Cowper's gland. Like, do you have a lot of precum? I have a decent bit. I don't know if that's abnormal or not, though. You don't have a lot. Okay, I don't have a lot then. Or at least not in my experience. Okay. I have a decent bit. Like I said, I have no, like, comparison I know, I think you're supposed to, like, I think they're supposed to measure it or something. I don't know. So, let's see. Um, How many testes do you have in your scrotum? Uh, Two. And which one hangs lower? The right one. Do you have any history of testicular swelling? No. All right. Next, they ask about STDs. Do we want to ask about STDs? Or is that too private for I think you? that's too private for anyone we're planning on interviewing. All right. Well, for the record, they want to know if you've ever had gonorrhea or syphilis, but we're not going to ask. At this point, they would obtain your blood pressure. And they want to know the width of your lips. I wonder what that's about. We should Google that later and find out. Okay. Given it's- that question, though... How would you rate it? Because I see there's categories there. Um, yeah, uh, they would put one check for thin, two for medium, and three checks for thick. I would put three checks for you. Because you have some big kissy lips, mister. Fair enough. All right, are you left or right-handed? I am ambidextrous, with, but I am right dominant. Which side of your trousers do you wear your penis? The left. Uh, what is the angle of your erection? It Somewhere between... 5 and 15 degrees to the left? No, like, okay, say, see the, the illustration here? Here's your body. Does it head up like that or out like that? Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's, I guess, more up. Yeah, it's more up. Okay. <laughs> they really want to know everything about your penis. Dr. Kenzie is obsessed with your penis, by the way. Well, Yours. see, the next question is actually what I was answering. Yeah, position of the penis erect in the horizontal plane. Yeah, somewhere between 5 and 15 degrees to the left. All right. Uh, Does the shaft of the penis curve to the left or the right or up or down in erection? Slightly to the left. Not up or down at all? No, no. So, good news. We're moving on from your penis now. Uh, Are you sexually aroused by thinking of the opposite sex? Yes. Are you sexually aroused by thinking of the same sex? No, not exactly. Uh, okay, not exactly? No, not, no. I'm not sexually aroused by thinking of a member of the same sex. Are you aroused by seeing the opposite sex? Yes. Let's see. Are you aroused by seeing pictures of nude figures of the opposite sex and by nude figures of the same sex? Those are two separate questions. I am aroused by seeing some types of nude figures of the opposite sex. Yes. Not so much all of them, and not of members of the same sex. No. How about burlesque shows? I really enjoy burlesque <laughs> shows, but they don't really arouse me. Well, keep in mind that this was uh, a survey that was made in the 40s and 50s. Yeah, but I still like burlesque shows. They just don't actually arouse me. All right. It says uh, aroused by legitimate moving pictures, as opposed to illegitimate ones. I don't know. Like I'm assuming that's porn. and I mean, no, See, I'm assuming that's not porn. 
I don't know. Like legitimate moving pictures? Like, like are we talking if we go to like, like I'm watching Deadpool? What? <laughs> hey, <laughs> is that a legitimate? Marina Baccarin, right? Oh, yeah, in fairness, Marina Baccarin is just beautiful. But anyway. Um, hashtag my companion. Anyway. <laughs> Have you been aroused by pictures of sexual action? Um, see, I'm not, I'm not much into voyeurism, so I'm not, I don't get aroused very easily by watching at all. Are you in possession of pictures of sexual action? Yes, but most of them involved me. (laughs) Um, let's see. Has there been any arousal by risque stories, dirty jokes, and the like? Uh, not that I can think of. Erotic passages in legitimate literature? No. Erotic arousal to music. Now, the arousal must be to the music itself and not to any association with an event surrounding the music. Um, Actually, I, I can say yes to that. Oh, really? Yeah, I can say yes to that. Do tell. Uh, it's, it's nothing in particular, but like, I will find myself, my emotional state is somewhat swayed by the types of music I'm listening to. So given some circumstances... Uh, some pieces of music can cause me to become aroused. All and right. it doesn't even have anything to do with whether or not there is sexual content within the music. It's just the way the music makes me feel. What kind of sexual effect does alcohol have on you? Well, up to a certain point, man. Uh, I become super sexual when I get a little bit past tipsy. I'm a flirtatious person by nature. You know that. But I become much more direct with my intentions after a couple would you say it lowers your inhibitions? I I guess so, but my inhibitions are already really low. Has there ever been erotic arousal by social dancing? Sure. Sure, we had sex on a dance floor once. Hi, Mom. Uh, erotic arousal by motion. By motion? Yes, by motion. Like, for example, a vehicle? No. Okay, no. <clears throat> Let's see. Um... Can you estimate the speed of erection in a heterosexual situation? Uh, pretty damn fast most of the time. <laughs> uh, is the subject aroused by seeing himself nude in a mirror? No. Does the subject observe his own genitalia in masturbation? Like, do you look at your dick while you're stroking it? No. Is the subject aroused by seeing members of his own sex? Nope. They already asked that, didn't they? They did. Oh, maybe they're just trying to make just sure. Just double checking. Hitting you twice, making sure you won't go back on what you said earlier. <laughs> like, by the way, really? Really? You really? Come on. Really? <laughs> uh, have you ever been aroused by see- sexually by seeing another male with an erection? No. Uh, have you ever been aroused by seeing the buttocks of members of the same sex? Nope. Does the subject bite during sexual relations? Yes. Rough or gently? Both. Has the subject been bitten during sexual relations? Yes. Was it arousing to you? Meh. Okay, I don't think I, I don't think Kinsey can record meh. But okay, so like, is is biting inherently arousing to me? Is being bitten not biting? Because biting is, but is being bitten inherently arousing to me? No, I guess it is something I am completely. Oh oh oh! Here's one for you. Is the subject aroused by reading sadomasochistic literature or seeing such pictures? Yes. 
<laughs> is the subject aroused by seeing animals in coitus? No. What? <laughs> okay, next is a bunch of questions about your parents, which we're going to spare them. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Hi, Mom. Hello, ma'am. Uh, let's see. What was the main source of your sexual education? Oh, I don't even know. Uh, I got a really flimsy version of the talk from my dad when I was really young. And and we used to go to this guy's house. And I'm going to not say his name, but it was in a trailer. And there was a railroad set up in a shed out back. So you guys know who I'm talking about if you guys are listening. And they had, like, sex books in the kids' room. Like, where we played. There, it wasn't an actual kids' room, but what? where we played when we went hang out there when we were little. So and you learned a lot from reading? I learned a bit from reading. Uh, and then after that, there was just a lot of experimentation when I first started, like, really getting into it. This okay. is pre the prevalence of the internet, really. Right. So you answered about your father. What was the contribution of your mother to your sex education? Oh, uh, not a whole lot, really. I mean, I don't want—I don't want that to sound bad. Uh, she did give you condoms in your Easter basket. She did. She did. She gave me condoms in my Easter basket. I mean, they were—they've never been uh, stifling about me learning about things that are sexual in nature. But I really only got the talk from my dad, like a basic version of the talk from my dad when I was really young. And I never really discussed it much with my mom. I don't know. Okay. So what was your first knowledge of heterosexual intercourse? How old were you? What was the source? Intercourse is defined as actual penetration. Uh, I'm going to upset some people if I answer this honestly. Because it happened a lot earlier than most people think it happened. But uh, the first first ever account of sexual intercourse of penetration of no, the no, heterosexual not variety. like when you did it okay when i learned about when it you learned oh well about then it. yeah let's go let's go back to when i was about six or seven and i got that extremely early talk from my dad all right it was like i saw something on television or something and he explained the entire process to me on the ride to either kindergarten or first grade i can't remember oh wow so, uh, at what age and what source was your first knowledge of pregnancy? You know, that the baby grows inside the mother, regardless of whether there is knowledge of how it started or how it was delivered. Oh, early. Very early. Uh, before that, even, that the baby was growing, I guess. Uh, shoot. There's always been someone pregnant in my family. Not my immediate family, but my extended family. Okay. At what age and source did you first learn about fertilization, though? Like the fact that intercourse leads to fertilization. Right. Uh, I guess that same talk, either six or seven. Okay. Um, when did you learn about menstruation and from what source? Uh, that was uh, told to me by one of my cousins when I was about ten. Ten? Yeah. Whoa. Whoa, what? Boys live a charmed life. Well, I've never had to menstruate, to be honest. Uh, age and source. I don't think anyone would have told me about menstruation in a natural setting. It was just like something a cousin of mine cued me into because she was starting to menstruate. And how about VD? That, uh, I didn't actually hear much about VD 
of any sort until I got into the very limited sex education program at my high school, which... High school? Yeah, high school. Like, I was unaware. I was... Which is terrible. What? It really is. That's a... It's a shame on our educational system more than anything else. Uh, cause, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not embarrassed about it at all, but I can understand a parent's being a little hesitant about having sex talks with their kids, especially at a young age, but that's why we have an educational system. And it kind of failed me here. I didn't learn about a lot of important things until I was much older because of that. All right. So what would you, so what would you say the contribution of school teachers to your sex education was? Well, I mean, I learned about VD. <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it really. Uh, Cause you know, we live in an area where basically what they teach, what they taught me when I was going through sex ed was don't have sex or you'll get something and die. You know, it wasn't a comprehensive exploration of sex as much as it was a cautionary tale to never fucking have sex. Right. Okay. So when you were a kid, did your parents let you run around the house naked? I don't think so. How about sleep? Yeah. Yeah. To let you sleep naked? Yeah. Uh, either naked or in just, like, underwear. Okay, what was your age and the source of your first knowledge of penis erection? I honestly don't really know. Okay. It had to be young. How about condoms? Hey, that's something my mom talked to me about. <laughs> she was always adamant about making sure I got condoms. Once she found out I was sexually active, which once again was quite a bit after I had actually become sexually active. But still, uh, I mean, it was always under the you don't want to get a girl pregnant, which is fine. But when when did you first learn about condoms? Is what they're Pro- asking. No, it's probably around, I don't know, 13 or 14. What? 15. The but education. I initially learned about them. Okay. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I realized that like the actual Kinsey interviewers aren't supposed to go what. Yeah. So I'm sort of failing as a Kinsey interviewer. Well, this isn't really a scientific study right now. This is just. Uh, how about your first knowledge of prostitution, age and source of knowledge? You, you know what's funny is I probably knew about that earlier than I knew about most other things. I probably knew about prostitution when I was like ten. You, but you didn't know about condoms? I didn't know about condoms. That is super dangerous. <laughs> it's it's all about the conversations and stuff that I had when I was little. And the stuff I watched and consumed. So who'd you hear about prostitutes from? Uh, television. Oh. Uh, how about homosexual prostitution? You know, honestly, I... This sounds bad. This sounds bad, especially in today's day and age. But I didn't know much about homosexual anything until I was in the middle of high school. All right. And at that point, I had been kind of introduced to everything else. So the idea of a homosexual prostitute kind of just fed in with everything else, I guess. I could apply the fact that there was homosexuals in general to everything. Uh, You know, growing up, you'd hear a lot of really horrible epithets for homosexual people but i never understood what they meant kids don't know what those words mean. right i didn't i didn't know what any of those meant until i got into high school and then it suddenly kind of clicked and i know it makes me sound much more naive than i 
I would like to believe that I am, but apparently when I was young, I was fairly naive about that. At least that. Okay. So moving on now, uh, what were the ages of prepubescent sex play with females? Frequency, number of partners, ages of females. <laughs> like, uh, did you ever play doctor? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, I played a version of that underneath the... <clears throat> my childhood home when we were adding an addition to it which shit I must have been seven or eight and how old was she nine or ten maybe eleven old enough to know better maybe alright was there any pre-adolescent sexual contact with adult females no you don't have to answer that no I just read the question you don't have to answer that okay (laughs) I realize you're saying no but that was a Horribly invasive question, Dr. Kenzie. Well, it's the Kenzie survey. Right. I'm assuming there's plenty. You were asking me about which direction my penis was like True. angled earlier. I'm just saying. So we'll, invasiveness is just. In the future, we'll leave that question <coughs> for Dr. Kenzie. Okay. Okay, so how about showing of the genitalia? Did you ever play I'll Show You Mine? Yeah. yeah that, like I said, that that was seriously six or seven. Was there any manual touching? Yes. Six or seven? Yep. Mouth genital contact. What about it? Was there any? Back then? Yes. No. Prepubescent. Um, any insertion of objects other than the penis into female genitalia? Not by me. Okay. But I witnessed it. Any pre-adolescent coitus? That's a weird one, because yes... Okay, it says to indicate whether this was real penetration or merely an attempt. Uh, yeah. When I started having forms of coitus when I was around 12. Well, that wouldn't be pre-adolescent. That would be adolescent. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I wasn't finished with puberty. It wasn't post-adolescence. Okay, but that would be adolescent. Okay. We're asking about pre-adolescent. Well, then no. No. Okay, this is a homosexual block for males, heterosexual for females. Ages of prepubescent sex play with males? None. Pre-adolescent sexual contact with adult males? We're not answering that. Showing of genitalia to males? Manual touching of genitalia? Like, I've seen my dad's penis, like, when I was little. I don't think that counts. But not, like, it's never in, like, a sexual way. I've seen other people's penises. And I've seen other people's penises even when I was little, but never in a sexual content, uh, context. Excuse me. I always assumed boys flashed each other a lot more than girls did. Nope. So there was no manual touching, mouth genital contact, insertion of objects into the urethra? Nope. Anal contacts? Nope. Uh, what was the age of the subject when he first saw pre-adolescent female genitalia? When I, when I first saw pre-adolescent female genitalia, we go back to six or seven In under eight. the house. Okay. Uh, what was your age at adolescence? When did you hit puberty? I started hitting puberty when I was, I guess, around 11. And when did you first ejaculate? <laughs> Probably shortly thereafter. <laughs> I... uh, what was the source of your first ejaculation, do you recall? No. Uh, I, actually, I'm pretty. I, I'm not positive here. 
I'm pretty sure my first ever uh, ejaculation was manually simulated, like personally. Pretty sure. Like you were trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, with I, it? like I was kind of going, "What the fuck is?" I don't. Okay, like I, I don't have an actual memory of that. Age of development of pubic hair. Uh, thirteen. Onset of sudden growth in height. Fifteen. Oh. <laughs> Age at completion of height. Eighteen. Uh, when? How old were you when your voice changed? Shit. Uh. For it started changing and cracking when I was eleven, and it fully dropped by the time I was fifteen. All right. Uh, how old were you when you left home? Eighteen? Nineteen? Ages of masturbation. Prepubescent masturbation first. Was there any prepubescent masturbation? Uh, no. I mean, there was the occasional playing with my penis, but I mean, even... You didn't get anything out of it? Not really. All right. How about... I think most boys play with their penis, though, whether it's masturbatory or not. It's just like... It's a kind there. of a dangly bit, and we don't know what to do with it for the first decade and a half of our life, half the time. And how did you learn about masturbation? You know, I literally have no idea. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, innate. You all know how to do no, it. I have no bloody clue. You didn't hear about it from others, or? I, no, it's like I very well may could have. I just, I literally cannot tell you where the centralized idea for how to masturbate came from. They also want to know if you learned by seeing others masturbate. No. Or by being masturbated. Nope. Self-discovery, perhaps, for you? I guess. I guess we could call it self-discovery. Sure. Alright. Have you ever masturbated without climax? Yes. Have you ever... Edging. Have you ever not masturbated because of lack of interest? I, I have. Have you ever not masturbated because of moral reasons? I have no moral objections to masturbation. Uh, not masturbated because of lack of knowledge? I can't say that I have, no. Uh, did you ever worry over masturbation? What is there to worry about? I mean, like, that no. the sheets are clean? Like, I don't understand. All right. Uh... Number of times, the maximum number of times, the subject masturbated to ejaculation in any single week. What's your record? In any single what? In any single week. Fuck. Uh, Seven consecutive days. It doesn't have to be particularly Monday through Sunday. Shit. Uh, I'm going to approximate about 30. 30? Yeah. Wow. Did you do anything else that week? I mean, yeah. That was... It was because it was like, uh, you know. How old were you? Like sixteen. Because it was like, wake up, jerk it, go to school, get home, like jerk it two more times in that day, possibly more. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what do you want me to say? All right. What is your current frequency of masturbation to orgasm? Not that often. Can you give me an estimate per week? I don't know. Maybe once, twice a week, if that. Oh, they want to know what kind of masturbation you do. So we're going to ask you some super personal questions now. 
Uh, manual masturbation. What about? Uh, are you asking me a question? Yeah. Is this the way in which I masturbate? Do you do it? Yes. Uh, masturbation prone without the use of hands. This refers to pushing the genitals against a bed, pillow, or some other object. Nope. Urethral insertion. No. Self-fellation. Nope. Other techniques, including anal insertions. Nope. Average time to orgasm in masturbation. While masturbating? Seven to ten minutes, I guess. Have you ever had physical harm resulting from masturbation? Uh... Chafing when you were 16? Uh, possibly. I don't I don't really remember any actual injuries due to masturbation, no. Uh, they want to know your fantasies during masturbation. I don't know if that's too personal for well, a sexy parts Kenzie quiz, but that would definitely be a sexy part. Uh, see, it wouldn't be a sexy part because I don't really fantasize much during masturbation. It's more of a sensation thing? Yeah. Okay. Okay, we still have about half of this questionnaire to go, and this is getting really long. So we're going to stop here for now and do a part two next episode. I know, we're leaving you on a cliffhanger because we're assholes. I just want to remind everyone in the meantime to go like and check out our Facebook page. We uh, are also on Twitter, even though I still don't know how to use it. Anyone who feels like explaining that to me, feel free. I want you to email us at sexwithsolette, that's S-O-L-L-E-T-T-E, at gmail.com with any comments you have about the show or send us your sex stories. We want to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly and the funny. We will read them anonymously on the show if they are at all entertaining to us. Uh, In addition, we... uh, If you like this show, please feel free to support us on Patreon. And that's it for today. Next time, we finish grilling Joseph. Oh, yay. Thanks for tuning in.